Two best friends, Emily and Luna, came to a popular and expensive hair salon. At first, the administrator told the girls they had just one available hairstylist. But after making a phone call, she happily announced she had found another hairdresser. Emily and Luna could have their hair done at the same time. But in the process, it dawned on the girls that one of the hairstylists was fake. Which one? Hairstylists are using regular scissors, but instead of hairspray, the one on the left is holding a can of bug spray. Yeah, that's a big clue right there. Mary and her younger brother Alex were mushroom hunting in the forest. They started to quarrel, so Alex got angry and ran away. After several minutes, Mary rushed after him. She was still fuming but also worried. Soon, the girl reached a small river. A man was sitting on the shore. Did you see a teenager here? Mary asked. Yep, he's just taken a boat and made it to the other side. But Mary didn't believe the man. Why? The boat is indeed on the other side, but the paddles are lying next to the man. How could the boy cross the river without them? Three prisoners are sitting at a table having dinner, but one of them is wealthy. Can you guess who it is? It's not the guy with the steak and shrimps. The little tag on his shirt reveals he's a chef, and he likes to prepare a special treat for himself. The guy with the jewels shows that he's well off, but in prison, jewelry is basically worthless. It's the third guy. Wealthy people try to keep a low profile in prison, not to be targeted by others. That's why he doesn't flash any valuable possessions or his status. It's Friday and all the students have gathered in a big lecture hall to take the end of term exam. The teacher has been informed that one student is going to cheat. Can you tell which one? Pay attention to every detail. It's student C. It looks as if he's trying to remember what he's read, but he has all the answers written on his hand. Marta was walking through the park near her home in the evening. It was dark and there was nobody around. Suddenly, someone grabbed her from behind and they bolted away. Marta oh no. took off after them. She was pretty sure this person was a woman, but she couldn't make out her appearance or clothes. When Marta ran inside, she saw three teachers. The girl looked at them attentively and soon figured out which one of them had taken her bag. Can you do the same? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The woman in the middle wouldn't be able to run away with a cast on her leg. The one on the right doesn't have anything in her hands. Where would she hide Marta's bag so quickly? But the woman on the left has a big shopper bag on her shoulder. A real teacher wouldn't need to carry it in the classroom. So she was definitely the one who took the bag. 
Jonathan sneaked out of the house late in the evening to meet his girlfriend. The teenager thought he was extremely careful and quiet, but his whole family knew about his plan. They were aware the guy would return at midnight, so they decided to make a bet. The one who would see Nathan first when the guy started climbing the fence would be the winner. The prize would be no chores for them for one week. So as to not fall asleep, Nathan's dad switched on the TV. The teen's grandfather settled in the living room to read a book. The grandmother went to the kitchen to make a pizza, and Nathan's mom went to her room, sat down on the floor, and started to meditate. Who's going to be the first to spot Nathan when the time comes? Nathan's mom. Her eyes will be used to the darkness, and she will see better than the others. Look at this picture closely and try to figure out who's from the future. Well, I'm pretty sure there was no flashlights in the Stone Age, so it has to be this guy here. Down in the Sea Kingdom, Stacy met Neptune. He was sitting on his throne, surrounded by three mermaids. Neptune asked Stacy to return the pearl necklace to his wife, who had recently lost it. Luke happened to have found the necklace on the shore. Can you guess which mermaid is Neptune's wife, so Luke can give it back to her? It's the third one. She's the only one who's wearing an engagement ring. Lisa was a famous top model. She was found unconscious in her dressing room during a photo shoot and taken to a hospital. Doctors said she had a severe allergic reaction. But when Lisa came to her senses, she insisted she hadn't eaten anything all day. The model's manager was very concerned and interrogated everyone who'd been around. Lisa's stylist said that she had applied Lisa's makeup and indeed hadn't seen her eat anything. The cleaning lady said she had cleaned the dressing room with organic, non-allergenic products. Lisa's main rival, Nora, said that she'd been watching the shooting all day long. She hadn't noticed anything suspicious. Who's the culprit? It was the stylist. Lipstick was the only thing Lisa could have swallowed that day. In the middle of the night, Dennis woke up because of a loud crash. One of the kids must have been out, but they know they aren't allowed to leave at night. The man went to check on the children. All three of them, Catherine, Ruth, and Larry, seemed to be sleeping peacefully. Look at the kids and try to figure out who sneaked out of the house. It was Ruth. There's a dirty sneaker hidden behind the curtain and several pieces of french fries under her bed. Brenda was traveling by train. It was scorching hot in the carriage. The girl took off her gold bracelet decorated with diamonds and put it on the table in front of her. Several minutes later, the train entered a tunnel, and it got pitch dark. When the tunnel was left behind, there was no bracelet on the table. Brenda was shocked. Someone's taken my bracelet! There were just three other people in the compartment. Helen said she'd been sleeping. Rachel was reading a book on her phone, and Gregory had gone to the bathroom even before the train entered the tunnel. Who took the bracelet? It was Helen. At first, she had her sleeves rolled up, but now they're covering her arms down to the wrists, hiding the bracelet. 
Sarah bought some ice cream on Saturday, but kept the flavors in secret. When she woke up on Sunday, all the ice cream was gone. She asked everyone in the house if they knew anything about it. James answered he had gone to work early that morning and hadn't seen anything. Mary said she wanted to have the new caramel ice cream in the afternoon. She felt bad she was going to miss it. John didn't even know there was ice cream in the house. But he was looking forward to trying it. Can you figure out who knows something? It's Mary. The ice cream flavors were a secret. She couldn't be sure there was a caramel taste among them. Can you tell who's a real mermaid here? The second one is a guy, so he definitely isn't a mermaid. The girl on the right is chilling in the sun, and she's out of the water. Mermaids wouldn't do that because they dry out in the sun. So the real mermaid must be the one on the left. There were some thefts at the supermarket. There were three cases in total, in January, April, and June. The security camera recorded these videos. The security officer tried to have a closer look and suddenly noticed one detail. After that, the identity of the thief became clear. What did he notice? It was the pregnant woman. The attentive security officer noticed that in January, she looked about six to seven months pregnant. In June, she looked the same. Hmm, seems like it's the mysterious case of the baby bump that was really a canned ham. One day, a thief decided to rob the local bank. He came up with a brilliant plan to dress up as one of the bank tellers and try to sneak into the vault. As he was approaching the vault, he saw a security guard standing right in front of the door. The robber hadn't anticipated this, so he hid and watched the guard carefully when one of the actual bank tellers walked up to the door. The security guard said 12. The worker answered 6 and got in. Then another teller came up to the vault. When the security guard said 6, the person answered 3 and was granted access. The thief nonchalantly walked up to the security guard when the guard said 10. The robber confidently answered 5. He was arrested immediately. So why was the thief's answer wrong and what could he have answered instead? The response has to do with the number of letters in the word. 12 has 6 letters, so the answer is 6. 6, in turn, has 3 letters, so the answer is 3. Well, you can see by now that the robber should have said 3. Looks like he wasn't as brilliant as he thought. Aha! Today, Peter and Zach's dream has come true. They've bought a trailer. Now they're ready to begin their long-planned journey through mystical places all over the country to make their vlog. But first, they need to pack. There are three boxes, but the guys can only take one of them. Which box should they choose? The first one. Take a look at the reflection in the mirror. The second box is empty. And the food in the third box is spoiled. Several cockroaches are crawling around too. Probably not the best company for a road trip. Peter's aunt, Sarah, gave the guys three patchwork quilts for the trip. 
She said that she made all three of them by hand. But it's a lie. In fact, she made only one quilt and bought the remaining two online. Sarah was embarrassed to admit it because she was famous for sewing everything by hand. Can you tell which blanket is handmade? The third one. Look at this piece of fabric. It's identical to Sarah's skirt. She sewed these two items using the same material. Finally, Zach and Peter hit the road. They headed for the first spot. It was an abandoned library on a hill. Subscribers told the guys many ghost stories about this place. But our vloggers were skeptical and wanted to explore the building on their own. They walked around the library, recording videos and taking Polaroid pics. But they didn't meet any ghosts. When they returned to the trailer and looked through the pictures, they freaked out and locked all the doors. They left this creepy place as soon as possible. What scared them so much? Both of them are in the photo. But then, who took this picture? The guys made a stop at the local coffee shop to get some hot drinks. As soon as they came in, Peter grabbed his camera and started recording. Why? Here's a ghost. The guys ordered sandwiches, but the barista, Fiona, had to prepare online orders first. So she asked the guys to wait for their food for a while. Fiona cut one loaf of bread into four pieces in 12 seconds. How much time does she need to cut the same loaf of bread into five pieces? Sixteen seconds. To get four pieces of bread, she must make three cuts. If it takes her 12 seconds to make three cuts, it means she makes one cut in four seconds. If Fiona wants to cut the bread into five pieces, she needs to make four cuts. Four seconds for each cut makes it 16 seconds in total. Oy, my head's spinning. Zach noticed a fortune teller shop in the basement. It could make great content for the vlog, so he went downstairs. But as soon as Zach entered the shop, all doors and windows disappeared. Wicked Witch offered the guy a deal. She had two identical cards. One of them had escape written on it, while the other said marry me. Zach could pick only one card. If he got the escape card, he'd be free. And if he picked the marry me card, he'd stay with this creepy witch forever. The witch didn't want him to have a chance to escape, so she wrote marry me on both cards. Zach anticipated that the witch would do so, but he still managed to win and escape. How did he do it? He picked a card and dropped it in the fireplace, saying it was an accident. The witch had to reveal the remaining card that said marry me. According to the rules, there had to be two different cards. So the witch had nothing to do but agree that the card Zack had picked and burned must have been the escape card. Peter and Zack continued their journey. In the evening, the guys saw these three hitchhikers not far from a bus stop. They could only pick up one person. Who should they choose? This pretty girl is a werewolf. Hey, look at her toes. She has already begun to transform because it's the full moon. And this harmless-looking elderly lady is a runaway criminal. Take a look at the poster hanging at the bus stop. It's her portrait. 
As for the guy, he looks pretty harmless. Yeah, his clothes are indeed stained with something red. But that's just some paint because he's an artist. Look, there are art supplies in his backpack. The artist, whose name was George, told the guys about another interesting, mysterious place. The locals called it the Haunted House. One week ago, George heard strange screams coming from inside. He went to check the house. A minute later, he ran away screaming. What scared him so much? The portrait of this creepy clown is moving! Zack and Peter decided to explore that haunted house. When they entered the building, they didn't see any portraits. But they heard screams coming from the basement. They walked downstairs and found a loudspeaker that replayed the screams over and over again. There was a clown costume in the closet. Zack and Peter found three suspects among the neighbors and asked them just one question. What did you do one week ago? Mr. Daniel said, I was on vacation in Spain for two weeks. We came back yesterday. Jessica said, I have very sensitive skin. I wouldn't spoil it by wearing a clown mask. As for Henry, he said he had been preparing for his tests at college 24-7. Who is lying? Jessica. Zach and Peter didn't say anything about the clown. But she started making excuses anyway. The guys arrived at the local hospital to film an interview with a famous professor, Dr. Thompson. But first, he had to help four people. Kyle complained, I'm misophonic. I wash my hands a hundred times a day. Kelly explained, I'm afraid of heights. I can't even ride a bike. Fred complained, I have a strong fear of water. I can't even look at a faucet. And Jenny claimed that she had claustrophobia. She always fainted in elevators. Dr. Thompson knew for sure that only one of these people told the truth. Can you tell who? Fred can't be afraid of water. He has an aquarium with fish in his house. Jenny lives in a tiny van, so she can't have claustrophobia. And Kyle's apartment is too messy for someone who has a fear of dirt and germs. So it's Kelly. She sleeps on the floor, which is normal for someone with an abnormal fear of heights. Next up, creepy caves. Zach and Peter went to see ancient ruins in the middle of the woods. Many people had disappeared there. The guys heard weird screams coming from the cave, ran toward the sound, and got lost. Suddenly, they saw three tunnels. The first tunnel was filled with fire. A hungry vampire was waiting in the second tunnel. And the third tunnel was filled with poisonous apples. Which way should they choose? The third tunnel is safe. The guys don't have to eat those apples. After their epic adventure in the cave, Zack and Peter went to the supermarket to buy some groceries. I'm guessing the apples made them hungry. Can you see a ghost in this room? Here it is! Peter and Zack found out that people had seen some zombies in this abandoned town. So they decided to make a stop there and check for themselves. The town looked empty. The guys were very disappointed. But suddenly, a crowd of hungry zombies popped out of nowhere and started chasing them. The guys ran into a hospital and locked the door. Zombies began breaking the door down. Luckily, a helicopter with a rescue team arrived quickly. 
It was going to land on the roof. Zack and Peter needed to get there as soon as possible. Help them find the shortest way. Here's the way. After saving the guys, the rescue team invited Peter and Zack to go skydiving together. They agreed and put on parachutes. They took this picture inside the plane right before the jump. Can you tell which of these people is in danger? This man over here. He's wearing a regular backpack instead of a parachute. The guys made a stop on the shore of a famous, mysterious lake. They went fishing. Suddenly, a mermaid jumped out of the water and dragged Zack into the lake. Peter jumped into the water to rescue his friend. Finally, he found Zack wrapped in seaweed on the rocks in the middle of the lake. Three mermaids had gathered around Zack and were singing their songs. When they noticed Peter, they said, We'll set your friend free if you guess which one of us is not a real mermaid. Can you help the guy? This lady over there, her tail isn't real. Sometime later, Peter's aunt, Sarah, called them. She was very upset. She found out that she had left her diamond ring in the guy's trailer. Hmm. Peter found the ring and said, no worries, we're going to send it back to you. But there was a problem. If he sent it by post without locking the box, the ring would be stolen. Both Peter and Sarah had some locks, but neither of them had the key that would open the lock of the other. Still, they managed to make it work, and Sarah got her ring back. How did they do it? Peter locked the box with the ring and sent it to Sarah. When Sarah received the box, she added her lock and sent it back. Peter received the box and removed his lock. Then he sent the box back to Sarah. She opened the lock with her key and got the ring. Man, these folks lead complicated lives, don't you think?